The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by GameTime. GameTime has last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. To the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host here, Ryan Gilbert. Joined as always by my co-host Joel Meyer. How are we doing tonight, Joel? Well, recovering from another uh, wild and wacky weekend. It's been a betting roller coaster since Thursday, really, when the Sharks uh, detonated a bomb in my bankroll. But um, Friday and Saturday were excellent. Won pretty much everything. Like the hockey was great. Uh, football was great, college football, and Argos weren't so much. That that was a stinker. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, talent, talent took a lot worse than I did. Um, soccer was good, and uh, even won a couple small college hockey bets. So the, the, the Friday, Saturday, excellent, and then Saturday, the NFL killed my ass. Uh, woke up to uh, I had the over in the Colts Patriots. That was a terrible bet. Woke up to see it did a ten six final, and then. Uh, Proceeded to go one and six the rest of the day, so uh, that was that was nice. Uh, yeah, and hopefully the hopefully the Broncos can cover this game. Win outright would, would be excellent because uh, I do not have the Bills in any positive way. So let's let's go Broncos. Yeah, Bron- Broncos are winning that one. Not nine eight now. So it's, I, I I don't know what's going on with the Bills. I don't know, I don't know football, but I, it, I'm shocked that they're five and four now. But yeah, but another you no. Know, yeah, like you said, up, up and down weekend for me with hockey. I, there's still some teams I just I just seem to can't be able to, you know, put my finger on just yet. But we're, we're a month in now. I mean, so uh, you know, starting to figure things out. My Flyers though, they came back, the back-to-back wins over the weekend, so they're back back on track a little bit. So hopefully they can keep that going this week. Uh, yeah, and, and you posted in the Discord that even with your minus seven units, you went positive on hockey last week. Yeah, so that, you know, being the positive optimist that I am, I was thinking, fuck, if, if I didn't bet that, I'd be up like seven something <laughs> units <laughs> instead of just like eking out a, a, a small, a small profit. Uh, yeah, that just shows you that if you just go, if you go heavy on one bet, it can, it can ruin a damn good week. Um, so yeah, it's a funky sport, random results happen, and that was a pretty random result. I mean, the Oilers are a much better team and all that. Uh, it's just tough. That's the way, uh, the way she goes. And the, and the, um, yeah, just the fucking puck luck and hot goalie, and the other one stinks. That's whatever. What can you do? Yeah, and I'm, and I'm mad enough the Oilers had actually won that game. It would have been plus whatever, however many units you 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 risk to win. So, looks yeah. like they're 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 finally uh you know looking decent. They look decent in the first period tonight against the Islanders. First game with their new coach. We'll get into that. Uh, but before that, make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Human Podcast. Great listen to your podcast. Also subscribe on YouTube. Subscribe on YouTube is big. Uh, make sure out everyone in the chat joining us for the live. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Leave comments, like the videos, all, all that good stuff that you know helps the algorithm, helps grow the show. And we, we appreciate all of that. 
Uh, get in the Discord. SG.pn slash Discord is the short link. Uh, I think Twitter is now limiting who you can DM. So if you do want to find out how to get in the Discord, instead of DMing, you can just at me or at the at Hockey SGPN account on Twitter. Make sure you follow us there as well. The, uh, the social media assistant producer is doing a fantastic job over there. So make sure you follow us on Twitter. And uh, yeah, make sure you check out the website. Got another fancy ho hockey article out. I have something else coming out you know, later this week or next week. So make sure you get into all of that. Um, all right, Joel. So, so the first coach fired. The first coach has been fired in the National Hockey League. I don't know if uh, many people saw it coming before the season, but it was Jay Woodcroft of the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, it was kind of shocking. It came after a win on Saturday night. But uh, what, what was your main takeaways? What are your thoughts on this? Well, I'll just start with um, how it affected me personally. I took a shot at Dean Evison, 18 to 1, because uh, Woodcroft hadn't been fired and it had been a day and a half since the, they lost the Sharks. I thought, okay, they'll give him another chance. And I fancied the Oilers to beat the Kraken, which they did. But they fired him anyway. Apparently, he was just a caretaker manager for the last uh, game there. So it didn't matter in the end. And then, of course, Wild got smashed. And there he's now 4 to 1. Well, it's a little late now. Um, Evison, that is, to be fired. Uh, but as for the Oilers, this is a bit of a bit of a shit show. <laughs> they bring in um, Chris Knobloch, who is you know he's had a lot of hype coming out of um you know he had a lot of success in junior where he coached McDavid, and uh, he's, his name has been tossed around for a bit. He even coached the the Rangers for a little bit when I think it was Dave Quinn was out with with COVID for a few days, and I think he went four and two. I read, um, but yeah, other than that, he hasn't uh, done any NHL coaching. Um. Broncos field goal just sneaks through, um, but <laughs> I don't think that it should have. They should have fired Woodcroft. This just reeks of desperation. It's it's not the coach's fault that the goalie can't make a save and that McDavid got injured and Ekholm got injured and Drysaddle lost all confidence and can't put the puck in the net and it's just terrible luck all the way around. It's not, <laughs> I don't see how that's the coach's fault. I guess they, they getting a new voice in there can just uh, change change the momentum, change things around, and um, no, it. It's not very good. I don't think it's. I don't. I don't mind the coach. I guess, but uh, Jay Woodcroft, I think, was doing the same thing. It was just a, just a bad, bad, um, timing, bad start to the season, and they're just desperate because they don't want to let the season pass away. Because then, if that, if uh, it does, then McDavid and Drysaddle start getting antsy with their contract uh, running out in the next two years, three years. So yeah, this is just a desperate move to um, first of all appease McDavid, I guess, because it's his old coach. And second of all, just to get the team rolling and change things up, you know. But uh, at the end of the day, Woodcroft was his right guy, in my opinion. Yeah, it was funny. I forget who in the front office said it, if it was Holland. Holland said one thing, and Jeff Jackson said the other. Holland said like, "Oh yeah, we we consulted with all the, all the veterans. They had they had a voice." And then directly after Jeff Jackson, the, the CEO of Hockey Ops, there was like, "Nope, the, they did not have any input on it whatsoever. We picked him because he, he's the best coach." So. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Interesting to see what happens. I, I agree. I don't think it, it was the was the coach was the coach's fault. I mean, it, it can't be. The coach they're playing well in terms of you know all the underlying numbers. They're getting shots. They're limited chances. But injuries, like you said, goaltending. I mean, they put Campbell on waivers, sent him down to the AHL. But I mean, they can't make a trade. Uh, they, the easiest thing they can do, which is a very Edmonton thing to do now, every two or three years, cycle through new head coaches to try to figure out uh, one that works. So you know, Knobloch was with the Flyers for a bit with the Rangers. I think he was with the Rangers AHL team before being hired here. So has some experience. Could be one of these young guys to come in and and uh, you know 
take over a little bit. Uh, just interested uh, when you were talking there, I, I was wondering, you think he has any chance of winning the Jack Adams if the Oilers come back and you know <laughs> go go for the top two or three in that division? You know what? There is a small case for that. Yeah, I thought I thought I thought I'd, th- I'd think about that today because I'm I'm always thinking about who can threaten Rick Tockett and yes. Because Jay Woodcroft never stood a chance. But now with the new guy coming in with, with a bad team, at least on the record, he's going to get credit if, if this team goes on a run and makes the playoffs in a dominant fashion. So it's uh, man, Denver. Denver interception is beautiful. Um, but uh, yeah, he, he does have a chance, but it'll take a little bit for the you know some books to put that that name in there. So some people have to request it first, whatever. So I'll be interested to see the odds. I'm seeing her. I'm seeing her right here. You have any guesses? Um, uh, I wouldn't bet anything shorter than 30. He is exactly 30. Yes. 30 to one with, with a bunch of other, with, with brunette, Huska, Avison, Pascal, Vincent, Dave Haxtell, 35 to one. So I think 30 to one still too long. And people have to remember like the blues in what 2019 were been like dead last in January. And this is a much more talented team than, that blues team, you know, maybe they don't have the same amount of uh, their balls aren't as big, but maybe they're just not gonna have Chief coming in there. But you know, it's gonna be a. Uh, I, th- I think the Oilers are gonna bounce back. I-, I grabbed some Oilers for the Cup at twenty-two to one. I think that's kind of crazy when they were one of the favorites going in. But I mean, yeah, pe- some people are down on Edmonton right now, and 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 as they should be because they're not. They haven't been playing well. Yeah, I, I have to. I have to see it to believe it. I'll, I'll wait till they go on a run. See if they turn things around, get some saves and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I'm not touching the the knob lock. I'm not touching that knob yet. <laughs> not touching the knob. That, 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 that knob is locked up for now. <laughs> it's it's also interesting, like to see that Connor McDavid is still the favorite for Hart. I know I know it's like plus three hundred, plus plus four hundred getting up there. But he, he has ten points, eleven games. His team has won what two games, but he's still the favorite, even though he's so far behind. Just shows like how much faith the books have in him to you know just turn it on at some point yeah well it's not it's more of the bat the fact that they have all this uh mcdavid money and they don't want any more <laughs> everybody's betting mcdavid for their heart before the season i can guarantee you that so they don't want any more liability of mcdavid just in case he does go on a crazy run but yeah that from uh from our perspective it's definitely not it, it definitely not entertaining the idea of, of betting mcdavid at these crazy short numbers no. Uh, anything else on that? We're good to uh, move. We got we got a nine game slate, I believe, on on Tuesday here. No, let's get to go on. Let's get, let's get to move on. One more thing on the heart uh, discussion. Apparently, Jack Hughes could join the Devils in Pittsburgh on Thursday, so keep an eye on that if that gets any higher. Um, but we're brought to you by uh, in honor of Veterans Day. Everything in the merch store is ten percent off with the promo code Vets. All proceeds from the sale will be donated to Mission Twenty Two, a nonprofit serving those who have served. So support a great cause and score some sweet gear. Store.sportsmanpodcast.com, promo code VETS. And we're brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is the world's favorite sports book, trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. Prop sides, totals, live betting. Bet365 has you covered. And if you like boost, you're going to love Bet365, like a 30% profit boost on your NFL same-game parlay. Plus, they even have an early payout offer if your hockey team goes up by three goals. Sign up today and choose from two bonus offers either a $1,000 first bet safety net or bet $5 and get 150 in bonus bets. Just head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
and are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, who has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long, no matter the sport. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. Uh, so watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. Reggie, Jolly, ready to get this uh, nine-game slate on Tuesday, November 14th. Yes, sir. Kicking off here at the 7 o'clock time slot. we got the Boston Bruins up there in Buffalo taking on the Sabres. Uh, Bruins are minus 155 on the money line. The Sabres are plus 130. The over-under is at 6.5. The over paying off minus 102. The under is at minus 118. Take it away. Right. Uh, yeah, Bruins for me are right now the best team in the league, in my opinion. Still... Once they get uh, McAvoy back, I know they lost that game to the, the Canadians, their last one there, but uh, the Habs always play up for the Bruins, of course. It's possibly their biggest rivalry, either that or the Leafs, obviously. Um, but yeah, the, the Bruins will have a nice bounce back spot here against against the Sabres, who are very inconsistent, and they, they rely on their their shooting percentage, which is, isn't uh, going too great so far, and, and they're they're the they're, they had to rely on their goaltending for a little bit there too. They had to make some some nice saves, but at the end of the day, the Bruins are just a much better team, and uh, you know probably the best team in the league when it comes to coming off a loss. We saw that all last year. It's mostly the same team, at least uh, on the blue line. And uh, yeah, just, I love Bruins here. I mean, my line is only minus one forty, but uh, the fact that the Bruins coming off that loss makes me like them a lot more than that line suggests. So yeah, give me the Bruins minus one fifty five. And uh, yeah, six and a half with the, with the Sabres not doing the same thing they did last year in terms of their offensive production from the under six and a half. It's uh, still a Bruins game and almost every one of their games goes under and that it's usually lined at six. So I like getting that extra half goal there for the, uh, the Sabres potential to score goals, which, which have, they haven't really been tapping into that potential yet. So uh, yeah, giving the Bruins in the under in this one. Yeah, we got uh, got two consensus plays here right off the top. I lo- love the Bruins here at minus 155. I got it when they opened at minus 150. I'm surprised it haven't hasn't moved much more. Um, yeah, they're just uh, just a much better team, especially coming off a loss. Uh, Jim Montgomery had his had, had the boys running run, skating sprints at the end of practice today, so they're going to be ready for this one in Buffalo in a in a divisional game here. So uh, Buffalo, meanwhile, uh, coming off a shutout loss in Pittsburgh. Beat Minnesota three two before that lost overtime to Carolina three two so they're also playing you know kind of lower scoring hockey now as you said their their shooting percentage is, is you know pretty much all that's carrying them Boston a top thir- thirteen team in terms of expected goals for uh, Buffalo bottom ten so mismatch here and I don't think the the home ice advantage has enough for Buffalo who's just four and four at home while the Bruins are four, five one and one on the road so I love the Bruins minus one fifty five. And under six and a half. Yeah, it's, it's very rare to see a six and a half in a Bruins game. So I'm all over that. We're going down to seven o'clock again here. We have the Pittsburgh Penguins at the Columbus Blue Jackets. Game itself is in Ohio with the Cannon. Uh, Blue Jackets are plus 150. The Penguins are minus 180. Over-unders at six and a half. Overpaying off minus 125. Underpaying off plus 105. Uh, you know, I mean, Talon said, you know, Talon believes in these Penguins, and the Penguins are given given your reason to believe. They've, they've won now four in a row. Big shutout win at home against those Sabres we just talked about. Came back home from that road trip and did not show any rust or anything whatsoever there. 
Uh, on the other side, you've got Columbus, who have now lost five in a row, including a heartbreaker there in New York at MSG. Uh, Alexis Lafreniere just coming out of nowhere to just break out this season. He scored the shootout winner, which was filthy, had the game-tying goal with like 11 seconds to go. So, yeah, this Columbus team, I cannot back them whatsoever. And, you know, the Penguins, I don't think, are good as good as they've shown recently. Their, their expected goals, 4%, is, is it's up there, 6-6. Six, six, Sixth best in the league. Columbus is third worst. So, like the Penguins in this game, uh, minus 180. That's a, a bit steep, but I think I think it warrants it. And Columbus does tend to be able to keep some games close, so I don't trust the puck line. Uh, and then for a total, I would lean to the over here just because Columbus gives up a bunch of goals with Murray's Leakins not being the same goalie in net. But I can see this going under two. So, passing the total, but give me the Penguins minus 180. Same old pens as last year, it seems like. They're, they're just streaky as shit. They, they, uh, they, they lose four in a row, they win four in a row. They're the same team as last year, including... Um, well, at least they beat the Sharks. This time they beat the Sharks, a game that they were supposed to win and did. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of like the pens here to stay hot. I mean, the Blue Jackets have lost these games, but a lot of them were in uh, uh, very tight situations, like at least two of them, and they gave up a goal like in the last minute with the, with the uh, opponent's goalie pulled. You mentioned the Rangers one, but it was also the, the Panthers one as well. Is like the Blue Jackets are in these games; they just can't finish, and that's what happens when you have uh, pretty bad defense and um, questionable goaltending at the best of times. So yeah, I like I like the Pens here, and all that, but I like the goals. Uh, Pens, yeah, you, you mentioned their expected goal four percentage, but they're. Uh, they were um, best in the league in terms of expected goals for, and they still are ahead of the Oilers even. So Penguins do like to create these chances and then play offensive hockey. So, yeah, I think that'll lead to goals. The, the Blue Jacks can at least, um, you know, they're, they're good for giving up a few, but they can, they can score a few as well. Just, um, yeah, I mean, Goudreau, since he's come back from his benching, looks looks a little better, and he's flying around. Uh, so, yeah, I like the over but I like the uh, the pens more. So maybe a uh, Penguins team total would be a look in this one as well. Ooh, I'm going to have to look into what, the, what that is at. But um, in the meantime, we're going down to the 7 o'clock time slot again. i got the Vegas Golden Knights at the Washington Capitals. Game itself is in D.C. I believe the uh, Golden Knights visited the White House today. At the Capitals, plus 136. Golden Knights at minus 162. Over-under is at 6. Overpaying off minus 108. Under is at minus 112. Uh, are you taking the road favorite again here? I, I thought I, I thought I would be. Um, actually, no. I thought I'd be taking the Capitals because I upgraded the Capitals big time, whereas I, I downgraded the Knights a little bit, and I was never too high on them to begin with. But so my number it still comes out to minus one sixty three. So apparently the, the market loves the Capitals even more than I do. Um, so yeah, I think that uh, road favorite is is the only way to look in this one. Although visiting the white house i don't know if that has a handicapping effect probably not but that that makes me a little bit interested in how that'll go um yeah so uh, it's just pure power rating play here the number says knights for me it's just a significantly better team i upgrade capitals maybe i had them just way too low to begin with and however since the backstrom thing they've, they've just been uh, playing their ass off and they're playing good defense they're getting goals o ov's starting to get going a little more um so it's 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 I can see why the market likes the Capitals, but uh, at the end of the day, I think this is just too much of an upgrade. So uh, give me the Knights here at minus one sixty two. That that's uh, seems a little uh, too long. And for the total, yeah, under six is a good bet. The Capitals are playing much better defensively, like I said, and the Knights aren't uh, aren't exactly the most potent goal scorers and do like to play 
defensive discipline, structured hockey. So we could see a, a lower scoring three, two win for the Knights here. Um, possibly with the, the, the empty netter to, to push the six, but I think that it's uh, likely to be a five goal game than a seven goal game. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I'm riding the road favorite here, here again, Vegas, you know, just simply once again, the, the much better team here. I, I don't, I still don't trust Washington, even though they have been, been better recently, mm-hmm. two good, two good road wins for them in New Jersey and Islanders back to back days, but they're still the capitals. They still don't have much depth. And like that's that's Vegas's thing. Vegas has three lines that can come at you, four lines they can roll. They have two or three solid pairs. The Capitals are just very, very thin at the top. So I think the Golden Knights have a lot of advantage here. Four and one on the road. Caps are four, three, and one at home. Minus 162 is actually probably lower than I expected. I thought this would be more like the Penguins minus 180 line. So I'm all over that uh there. And yeah, I would agree on the under here. Capitals are just simply an under team this season. Even even when they do score, they limit the opposition to you know two or one goals there. And they've gone under in eight of their past ten games there. So yeah, Vegas plays you know low scoring hockey. Washington's playing good defense, as you said. So love the Golden Knights and the under six here. All right, going down to seven o'clock again. Last seven o'clock game on the docket. We have the Calgary Flames at the Montreal Canadiens. Game itself is in Montreal, a blue bunker rouge. Uh, Canadians are plus 130. The Flames are minus 155. Over under is at six and a half. Over paying off plus 102. The under is paying off minus 122. I'm finally going with, with the home dog here and the Canadians plus 130. I was kicking myself for not taking them against the Bruins because the whole hockey night in Canada thing I talked about. And then, then they went back to back against Vancouver. Vancouver blew them out of the water there, 5 2. But now at a day off, uh, Calgary. It's more so just not trusting Calgary as a favorite here, though. Uh, I think Markstrom practiced, but he might not not fully be back yet. Looking at their lineup, it just does, does not look good whatsoever. They scored one goal last game in Ottawa. They only won two of their past ten games here, four eight and two are in the season. Montreal somehow better than them. Montreal's good at home, five and four. Calgary two five and two on the road here. So give me the hand as, as a home dog, plus one thirty. Uh, I like that a little bit. And then for a total. Probably a pass, but I would lean to the over. Both of these are, you know, more high-scoring teams, and I don't necessarily trust any goalie out of the six goalies these two teams have. Right. It's uh, yeah. After the the Habs played the Bruins and won that one, it was the easiest spot in the world to back the Canucks in the next one. With the Canucks coming off of uh, one of their rare losses of the season to the Leafs, and they only had the one night in Montreal, so no no uh, no excuses to go to the clubs and whatnot. So yeah, that that was a, that was a nice dub there. But now, uh, you know, the Habs are bouncing back from their own loss here against another Canadian team. I think they are the right side here with with the Flames basically a dead team walking. We saw Zadorov already request a trade and the um, the Lindholm Hannafin contracts put on hold. <laughs> so the, this team is just waiting for a fire sale, a flame sale, if you will. <laughs> and uh, they're. Um, yeah, dead team walking, and, and they, they don't have the juice that uh, they did at the beginning of the year. And you know, once they lost a few games in a row, they they like, oh, fuck this. The same old season as last year, and they don't have the uh, the drive to go through that frustration again. So, yeah, they, they have a great team. If they just put the effort in and they, they got a bit more luck and, you know, had marks to Burnett, that that's one thing, too. You don't know if he's going to go. So, I, but with all, with all those things... I got to go with the Habs here who are a very, it's like the opposite. They don't have the talent that the Flames do, but they definitely have the spirit and the drive. So yeah, give me the, uh, 
Give me the Habs to rebound off a of loss to the to the Cox. Even in that game where they had every excuse to just just lay down, they were they were feisty in that one too. I watched uh, quite a bit of that one with how the NFL games were going. Um, so yeah, yeah. Give me that. Give me the Habs here and lean to the under. Uh, it's a Flames game. They just can't score and they get some decent goaltending here and there. And they play good defense at least. And the Habs, meanwhile, they just uh, they don't have much going on. Offensively, most times, but they they do have uh you know they have the the energy and then the back checking the, the discipline to do that kind of thing. So uh, lean to the under, but I'm probably not going to play the total, but uh, probably play the halves here at, at the plus one thirty price. Yeah. All right, going down to eight o'clock here. We got the Arizona Coyotes at the Dallas Stars. Game itself is in Texas. Stars are minus two twenty five. Stars in the puck line are plus one fourteen. Coyotes are plus 185. Over under is set at six. Overpaying off minus 118. Under is at minus 102. Uh, what do you got for this one? Uh, yeah, this is uh, another one. I thought that I'd be on the on the road team here, but this time I was I was um, or uh, uh, never mind. It was the opposite with the Capitals. <laughs> no, I like the Coyotes here. I'm, I've, I, I've I've upgraded them pretty significantly over the course of the. Uh, I don't know, past two months since I was so low on them early in the offseason. And the Stars, meanwhile, I've upgraded them as well. They've been very good so far to start the year, only losing um, you know, a couple of close games to good teams for the most part. And But uh, I think the Coyotes are just uh, a feisty team, especially as a big, juicy dog. Uh, they, they show up for every game. Like They're, they're well coached. Andre Tourigny is, uh, you know, is another potential Jack Adams guy. I hope uh, he gets in the conversation too. And the, if the Coyotes make the playoffs, which they are primed to do, I don't think that the Blues are going to maintain this hot start forever. And yeah, the Wild are kind of tapering off. So yeah, the, the, the Coyotes are live in the Central. It is, they just got to get the, um, I guess they got to fend off the Jets too. So I don't see them finishing out of the Jets, but they, they could get one of the wildcard spots potentially. Hope they do. And that starts here with a win against the Stars. Give me the Coyotes at plus one eighty five, and um, I don't know. You can't back an over in a in a Stars game, and you can't back an under in a Coyotes game. So it's uh, lined correctly at six, I guess you could say. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter if they if they play Ottinger, Wedgwood. It's been almost as good. Like uh, you don't see a major drop off when he comes in, and Ottinger is potentially the best goal in the league this year. So yeah, it's it's tough to back the. Um, that's a total here because the Coyotes just go fucking YOLO mode and just, uh, you know, we saw them play a 7-5 game in the last game. So it, it's a tough to tough to back in under in a Coyotes game. So I'm just going to totally stay away from the total. I mean, if you want, you can do like the alt overs. That's the only way I would, I would think of, of playing the total. But uh, I do like the Coyotes as a side. Yeah, we're on the same page again here. I think the Coyotes are, are too big of dogs here. And I, I don't think they're technically in the desert. We're getting some comments in the chat. They might be is, is Dallas in the desert. I think, they, think Dallas is a little more, more human than that. But they're, they're still dogs. They're still in the south there. Plus 185. Like you said, they show up for every game. The one thing giving me pause here is that Dallas has been favored by minus 200 or more five times this season. And they are 5-0. and So they know how to how to put these wins together, but like you said, the the, the Coyotes are feisty here. A big seven five win in Nashville on, on Saturday. Dallas also coming off a big eight three win in Minnesota. Dallas also uh, coming home from a three game road trip there, so you could could see that play a factor here as well. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not take. I, I like Dallas. Uh, I'm, I can't can't take a minus two twenty five, so I do like the Coyotes at plus one eighty five. And the stars then, the stars are having this weird 
trip thing. Like we mentioned the Islanders, it's like the opposite. They just like stay in the same Northeastern area until this Edmonton game. Um, Meanwhile, the stars there, they go all over the place, like California up to Canada and Minnesota and back to, back to Dallas. Then on another road trip, like they've gone all over the continent so far. Uh, Just, I thought that was curious the way that they've scheduled their, their um, early schedule here, I guess, Uh, but it doesn't matter because they, they keep winning games only lost three so far. So, Kudos to the stars. Yeah, uh, not not going to go heavy here uh, on the Coyotes. Maybe, maybe just a half unit, or maybe maybe a puck line minus one thirty five. But I, I could see I could see the stars pulling away in this one if if they get a few early, especially if Ottinger starts. They're going to want to keep 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 that winning streak going that they got on the road. But I do lean to the Coyotes here at plus one eighty five. I probably would lean to the over for a side, but not not going to for a total. But I'm definitely not going to bet that. Um, all right, we are brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the events near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting the type of fun you'll have. Game Time app is easy to use with those flash deals, last-minute tickets, uh, easy to find and buy tickets. They show you images of your seat view before you arrive so you know exactly what to expect. Uh, so snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, ML, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Of course, enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Right, going down to the 8 o'clock time slot again here. We have the Tampa Bay Lightning at the St. Louis Blues. Game itself is in St. Louis. Blues are plus 120. Lightning are minus 142. Over-under set at 6, both paying off minus 110. What do you got for this showdown in St. Louis? Uh, well, I mentioned that the Blues uh, can't maintain this this hot start, but the have been saying that for, what, three, four years? Uh, That's just how they how they play. They they. they they lose all the underlying numbers, but they get these um, uh, lucky goals, timely goals, and, and outlying goaltending performances at the right times. And yeah, in other mysterious ways that I have not figured out yet to win these games. And I did not see them smashing the Avalanche eight to two. And then it was really eight to one with the Avs scoring like a few seconds left uh, in the game. But yeah, the, the, the Blues are just a. a a mystery to me once again i i, I figure they'll they'll regress at some point but uh it's, it's tough to tough to say meanwhile the, the, the lightning are are uh you know having their problems of their own there they've, they've lost a few in a row here the goaltending has completely gone as shit we did call that 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 uh, Jonas johansson would uh no longer be riding in a carriage and he'll turn you know his carriage will turn into a pumpkin and that's what happened um yeah, the uh, sorry, the fucking NFL game. It's uh, give me the give me the lightning here, I guess, because they they have the 
the goal scoring talent. And we'll see if Kutrov comes back. Like they, they definitely missed him against the Canes game where they didn't score a goal because he was sick with something. I'm, I'm sure he's better by now. I haven't really looked at that, but it's been a few days. So I'm sure he got over his little flu. Um, but it, yeah, the, the goaltending is definitely in favor of the Blues here. So I think the stronger play for me is to back the over six and a half. It's uh, the Lightning, like they, they can't play defense. They they can't goaltend anymore. And they can sure as fuck score though. So I like the over and then the Blues. You know, I don't know how they score, but they do end up scoring these goals. So if, I guess you could just back them to do it again. And yeah, so give me the, give me the over and uh, lean to the... Lean to the lightning, I guess, because um, fuck the blues. I, I do, I do agree with that sentiment, but I, I think I'm leaning towards the blues here at home. I know that they're much better at home than on the road. Five and two at home. Tampa Bay is two, three and two on the road, so two wins in seven games. That that that's not very good, but it is the lightning. We'll we'll see if Kucherov comes back. I wonder if there's something you know going through the team there. But yeah, San Louis had a big win in Colorado. We we kind of count on them out there. Um, beat Arizona 2-1, had that home loss against Winnipeg. But other than that, they've been solid in the, in the past week or so. Uh, Lightning have been mostly down with that one surprise win against the Habs on a back-to-back there. So I can't back them in this one, even even at minus 142. Maybe if Kucherov comes back, I, I might change my tune. But right now, I like the Blues plus 120. And for the total, yeah, I'll lean to the over, but that's only if only if Kucherov is back. Probably, probably a pass on the total for me. I I can't seem to get get a good read on, on many totals so far this season. Is he still questionable? I thought he's. I good just to go. I just searched them. There's there's nothing from today about it, so I don't know if they. I, I think he's just a little 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 sick. So I figured that he'd be back by now. Three yeah, days later, I'm, I'm assuming he'll be good to go. Um, yeah, yeah, if he's not back, I don't want the lightning or the over. Yeah, he I'm was just, back on I'm the sure. ice. And also, uh, Vasilevsky was on the ice for the first for the first time with the team, so he he he's due back, I think, in a few weeks here. Yeah, Thanksgiving's next week, right? So that was the the updated uh, projected time. Um, yeah. yeah. All right, going down to eight o'clock again. So many eight o'clock games here. We got the New Jersey Devils at the Winnipeg Jets. Game itself is in cold, boring Winnipeg. Jets are minus one twenty-five. Devils are plus one oh five. Over-unders at six and a half. Both the over and under are paying off minus 110. I'll take this one, but I don't really got much for it. I don't, I don't know if I can trust the Devils here without without Hughes, without Heischer. I'm assuming he's still out. Yeah, he's out till late November. Hughes, we're still waiting for an update on. They said maybe maybe Thursday in Pittsburgh. You know, Meanwhile, the, the Jets have been – they won three in a row before that home loss to Dallas. They played well, 3-2, close game. I just don't know what to make of the Devils without using Heastra. I, I cannot back them, even as road dogs, even even at plus one hundred five. I, I I can't do it after their efforts against Colorado and and then the Capitals there. So if I had to take a side, it would be the Jets at home minus one twenty five. But they're only three three and one at home, so this is pretty close to a pass game for me. Uh, I guess I'd lean to the over. You know, Hellebuck hasn't been himself. Vanacek and Schmidt have both not been themselves. So both of these teams are over teams. So I guess if I had to make a play in this game, it would be the over six and a half at minus 110. I think I agree with that. Uh, Even with Hughes and Heischer out, I have the Devils as a a small favorite. I have minus 104. So it's um, maybe I'm not respecting the Jets enough or what's going on there. But yeah, I think that this is too big of an overreaction to the Devils' losses. So 
I guess I'm inclined to to take the Devils here. Um, yeah, the Jets have been kind of, uh, you know, they, they win a few games, they lose one. They win a few games, they lose one. Not too consistent in terms of uh, going on a run, at least. Um, yeah, the Devils, they they, 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 they they come back strong after losses as well, for the most part. And, yeah, they, they win these close games. So, yeah, I, I guess I lean to the Devils here. I, I might even bet them. Might even bet them. But uh, I also like the over six and a half. It's just the Devils game, and, and the Jets are actually uh, – they have some decent offensive numbers, and their goaltending isn't exactly um, worth the uh, price of admission If uh, based on Hellbuck's new contract. He hasn't had the best start to the year, although he's picking it up lately. Uh, yeah, just give me the over, I guess, and the, and the, and the, another road team. I guess we're going to be playing road goals tomorrow too. Yeah, great tease there for the Discord. You can see if Joel bets the Devils or not. Uh, he's going to post his plays in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. Make sure you guys get in there. Going down one more 8 o'clock game here. Anaheim Ducks at the Nashville Predators. Game itself is in Smashville. Predators are minus 166. Ducks are plus 140. Over-under is at 6. Overpaying off minus 120. Under at plus 100. We quacking tonight, Joel? I think we got to. We got to. The, yeah. uh, the market still does not respect our... Our ducks. Um, I, I only have the Preds as minus one sixteen favorite, so I definitely have a, a healthy respect for these fouls uh, and the Predators. <laughs> they're they're not acting like Predators lately. They've they've lost. Uh, I think they're at the bottom of the Central right now because they they can't string two wins together. I mean, they're losing to some some bad teams too, or at least average teams. Um, yeah, I guess we'll give them a, a break for that 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 long road trip coming home and then getting smashed by the the Coyotes. They're not smashed; they they were tied with like ten minutes to go, but still, seven to five is not a good look, uh, especially when you're supposed to you know have one of the best defenders in the league, one of the best goalies in the league. I assumed it was Saros and Net, but anyway, uh, yeah, give me the Ducks here plus some forty is just a disrespectful number, so I'll I'll take that all day long with the team that's been. Uh, you know, the opposite of what they were last year. It is very defensively organized and whatnot. I, I say this all the time. And, um, you know, Mason McTavish, he continues to roll. Leo Carlson, he continues to roll. Uh, he's playing every game now, which is good to see. And Pavel Mintyakov, who, uh, you know, he's probably the best defender in the league ahead of Luke Hughes in terms of the rookies. So, yeah, this team has is, is, uh, had a quick turnaround. I don't think that they are entirely fraudulent. You know, I don't expect them to make the playoffs, but they're at least uh, in these games and quite possibly on the Predators' level. So if you give me a two two baddish teams, I'll, I'll take the, the plus 140 all day long. And the, the total, uh, no real feel there. Like the Predators are, uh, uh, you know, they, their games are going over because they they, they play this, this style. But they also have a, a decent goal you can have um, – his own good games and the ducks are playing kind of the opposite there. They're just, uh, like I said, more defensively oriented, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Just give me the ducks here. As a, another road dog. Yeah. We're quacking here. Uh, plus one forty. Like I, I get why Nashville is favored here. They're 10th best spectacles, 4% in the league. Anaheim is sixth worst. So they're going to come down to earth sometime, but the predators need their goaltending and Soros right now has a, has an eight, nine, four save percentage. Maybe he's seeing more shots than he, he's tending to, to used to with brunette system because they are playing it seems like more fast-paced hockey that's seven five loss six three four two the past six games have all either had six goals or more in them so they're playing not their normal brand of hockey down there in nashville the ducks just they keep on winning you know that had the bad losses to the two pennsylvania teams but beat the sharks pretty handily four one there so you know going on the road may be a little tough for them but 
I'll take them. Road Dogs plus 140. They are four and two on the road. I think that's a solid play there. And then for the total, I'd go with the over. Nashville's just playing a bunch of over games right now, over six, minus 120. But a better bet would be on the Ducks at plus 140. Going down to the final game on the docket here at 10.30, we have the Florida Panthers at the San Jose Sharks. Game itself is in the Shark Tank. Uh, Sharks are plus 215. Panthers are minus 265. Panthers on the puck line are plus 100. Over-under is set at 6.5, over-paying off minus 120. The under is at plus 100. Uh, I have not bet this game yet. I haven't decided if I'm going to trust the Panthers here on the road on the puck line for even money. Uh, they did already play once this season. Florida won 3-1 at home with an empty netter with two seconds left to cover the puck line there. So not necessarily trusting them to go on the road and, and blow out the Sharks, who you know they had their two wins at home. They have, they've had their best performances at home. So they are coming back home now, but I, I, I can't bet back the Sharks at, at plus 215. Um, Sharks team total under two and a half, minus 115, as uh, one sharp shark says in the chat. Always a good look there. Uh, you know, Panthers can play more defensive hockey, be, beat the Hurricanes 5 2, 4 3, 4 3, 5 4, but you know, the, the Sharks can't score. Uh, saw Anthony Duclair mispracticed, I believe, with an illness. So there, there could be something just going around the league or going around that locker room as well. So, yeah, uh, I think the Panthers puck line would be the play if I was playing a side, but Sharks team total under two and a half at, at minus 120. I think you, you can't go wrong with that ever. Well, you can once. It only happened once this season. <laughs> uh, I think that was against the Stars, too. So it was a good team. I, think, I, I could be wrong about that. I, don't I think know. it was the Canes. It was the Canes that were okay. up 3 2, and then Canes won 6 3, I think. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, once again, it's um, a Sharks game, so I find myself going against them because uh, they are by far uh, the, the, t- the worst team in the league, according to my ratings, and uh, the Panthers are, are, are rising. Like They've won how many games in a row now? Quite a few, and they're, they're scoring goals for fun now, and yeah, they, they've got two of their best players still coming back, so the Panthers are a team to watch out for. They're, they're getting hot now. Uh, after a kind of slowish start to the season, but uh, Bobrovsky has been solid too, so it wasn't just a, a mirage. His playoff performances. So yeah, my line is minus two ninety two for the Panthers. So give me the give me the puck line minus one and a half even money. Uh, the total is uh, it's it's irrelevant. If you want the over, just bet the Panthers team total over. If you want the under, you bet the Sharks team total under. That's the way I look at it because um, yeah, the, the full game total is. Uh, it's it's it, it could go could go either way, um, you know it could be like a like a six one Panthers win or or it could be like a, a three two Panthers win. Either way, uh, you're still back in the Sharks team total under um, or the uh, or the uh, fuck Bills turnover. Uh, my bad. This is what happens when you record on a Monday Night Football here. Uh, but yeah, I think that the team totals are the better way to play the total. And uh, but the stronger play here is just the the Panthers puck line. I think that they are a good enough team to win by margin. Plus they 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 they, they can't look past the Sharks. I mean they won two games last week, so <laughs> you can't be uh, caught by surprise with your pants down. So yeah, Panthers uh, one and a half. Yeah, and you would expect you know minus odds there on a minus two sixty five favorite there. So getting getting even money, you're getting plus money if you can find it is probably a good good look there. Um. All right, some uh, consensus plays here. We have the Bruins, minus 155, and the under 6.5 at minus 118 in that game. 
Penguins minus 180. Uh, Penguins team total over three and a half minus 130 might be the better play. Probably is 50 cents cheaper. Uh, Golden Knights minus 162 in the under six minus 112 there against the Capitals. Uh, the Habs plus 130 as home dogs. Coyotes plus 185 as road dogs. Ducks plus 140 as road dogs. And then the Panthers puck line plus 100 on the road there. Like fucking cracking her up one nothing the abs already. Oh Jesus Christ! Not good, not good. Dog days here. Uh, one one more thing I wanted to point out before we close it out here is uh, it seems like Connor Bedard is you know closing in on the, the Calder Trophy odds being completely outrageous. It's it's minus two fifty is the I think the shortest I can find now. Earlier today I got minus one seventy seven, so I, I hammered that. It's minus two seventy here on this one book. Minus two eighty I think I saw somewhere else. Um, have you changed? Are you just waiting it out still? Yeah, I'm. I'm not betting. Um, I'm not betting those numbers for sure. I mean, if you, here's the way I look at it. Okay, let's say you have a, a one thousand dollar bankroll, and uh, so two. Your standard unit size would be two percent. So that's a twenty dollar bet. All right. So you get a you place a twenty dollar bet on. Let's say let's call it minus two hundred. Great. That's a good bet if it settles in like a week or two. Instead, you, you're tying up 2% of your bankroll for $10 or um, 1% of your bankroll all the way to the end of June because these awards are given out after the Stanley Cup. So that's how long you're waiting to get paid out. That's no fun. That's no fun for me. And, and you have to think of the money. That, if you're a winning better, that's bad tying up your, your money for that long and for that little profit because you could be using that money for other bets and, and growing your bankroll over over time instead of waiting for that uh, increase over uh, nine months time you know, or eight months time whatever it is and uh and instead you can be taking shots because this is a volatile market things can happen other guys can can go on a tear and injuries occur uh i'd rather take that two percent twenty dollar bet and place it on a 40 to one guy like leo carlson and all of a sudden, you could almost double your bankroll with the eight hundred dollars there, eighty percent of your bankroll if you got cashes. Plus, you got room to work with. You could bet other guys along the way, and all that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I'd rather just just play the long run. <laughs> Although, if if you're a losing better, tying up your money for that long is actually less money for you to lose. So at the end of the day, that could work out too. Plus, it's a a more entertaining way to to um, use your money too. If it's just for entertainment, you just uh, uh, you get to enjoy watching Bedard score all these goals. But like, yes, yes, I'm going to win my $10 in, in June 29th or whatever it's going to be. Uh, <laughs> I'm just fucking around. Uh, but no, my strategy is just to take these shots on these on these long long shots. I'm not making you know big big bets on these. I'm not even doing the, the full unit size on the, like the 40 to 1 or whatever. But but uh, I'd just rather cheer for these long shot guys and hope for chaos to happen because it's a lot more fun to win those big bets at the end of the year than just, uh, you know, then uh, doubling your money on like a minus 200 or whatever it's going to be. But yeah, absolutely. If, if it, at the end of the day, a, a winning bet is a winning bet. I, I make uh, big bets on minus minus futures a lot of the time, minus money futures. So it, it, it all comes down to, um, you know, the market and how you approach it and whatnot. But uh, for this one, I'm, I'm sitting it out. I'm just going to hope for chaos to happen, although you're probably you're on the right side there. Just just taking a dart now before it gets to minus 1,000 in January. Whereas I'm still stuck holding my dick in my hands and my Leo Carlson 41 tickets that are fucking useless. 
yeah, I mean, Carlson at 41 is, is still a great bet. It's down to 15 to 1 in other books. It, he's I mean, only like I three think. goals behind him, isn't he? He's six goals compared to, uh, oh, I guess, 11. Yes, six goals, two two assists. Versus and Bedard has 11, I think. Oh, he is not nine. Nine for now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Only three. Only three. But it's just the problem is that he, he plays in Anaheim, too, and nobody gives a fuck, yeah. and nobody's yeah. watching and those it, games. Everyone loves yeah. Connor Bedard. Um, I, I remember no, today... They- I, they don't like Chicago, though. So maybe that that could go against them. Right? The media does not like Chicago these days. That is that is true. I I, I looked at my future bets today. I saw I remind myself I have a Bedard forty plus goals at some like plus three hundred or something. So he's on pace for that. So as long as he keeps that up, I'm going to be be winning no matter what. See that that's a good bet. So yeah, unless the, that chaos happens, he should clear that fairly comfortably. Yeah. Um. Oh, do we have do we have best bets for for uh for the show here? Oh yeah, what am I like two and six now? Um, do you remember what the odds were for the Canucks to score a power play goal that game? Yeah, it was. No, it was it wasn't that game. It was the Senators Leafs game, unless I made another power play one. I'm pretty oh, sure. It was, oh, was, the, the, no, yeah, it was it was the Sens power play goal? Uh, I thought I said over over one and a half, which was minus one fifteen. I think that's what I yeah, bet it anyway. But that's fine there. Because um, we both bet that, right? That was we both, both bet that. Me. Yes. Um, let, me, let me add it to the sheet here. Um, all right. So you are two and five minus four point one. Oh wait. Let me let me uh, recalculate this. Minus Uh-oh. three point three. Have... <laughs> no, I had to add, add a go. sheet in. And then um, I am. Four and three, um, plus one point six eight minutes so far. So uh, we've got off pretty slow, but we, we've been, uh, we've been you know, picking it up here recently. Uh, you have anything in mind, or, or should I should I shoot? Uh, you go first. I don't think you're ready yet. Um, okay. Actually, no. Give it give the Panthers minus one and a half, even money. Fading <laughs> <laughs> the, the shark with, with your best bets again. Yes. Um, I'm gonna go with. Go with the Bruins here at uh, what are they at? minus one one fifty five. I think I think I'm gonna go with either the Bruins or the, or the Knights. But no, give give me the Knights. What, what is the Knights for at Knights minus one sixty two? That's gonna be my best bet. I, I could see the Sabers winning more than I could see the Capitals winning. All right. Um. Yeah. That is going to be it for us. Make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Oven Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple spotify please leave us a five-star rating and review turn on those auto downloads so you get the episodes in your feed as soon as they are published and then on uh, youtube as well subscribe there leave comments uh, smash that subscribe button comment uh, like all that good stuff and get in your discord sg.pn discord call us on twitter at hockey sgpn all right i'm ryan gilbert you can follow me on twitter at rgilbertsop I'm Joel Myron. You can find me uh, hiring a new financial advisor if uh, I lose another two NFL bets. My word. See ya.